Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. How you doing? I'm good. Are you happy to be back in your regular seat? I am. I am. That was it was a little weird. It was a little weird, but um I I had a lot of fun. So <laughs> I did too. <laughs> so we're talking about another cool topic today, but we're getting back more to you mentioned the stuff you teach. Yeah. You know, I've been talking to a lot of people who are coming in from the podcast who are doing discovery sessions with me. And what I am discovering as I'm talking to people is that a lot of the people who are contacting me are like, oh, I really want to get trained in magic. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's great. I'd I'd love to talk to you about getting trained in magic. But I'm not going to do that unless you've done your work first. Fix your container. Yeah, you got to fix the container. Mm -hmm. And you've got to get safe, right? Because if I'm going to teach you magic, I'm basically handing you a nuclear power plant. (laughs) And you don't hand a nuclear power plant to a person with anger issues. Right. Just don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) So today I wanted to talk about why it's important to do your work because there's a lot of venues that you can go through to find ways to do magic. You know, you can buy a bunch of books and there's a bunch of different people online that you can follow if you really want to do it without doing your work and you could, but, but are you going to be as powerful as you could be? And the answer to that is an unequivocal, no, you're not. And the reason for that is that there are internal breakpoints that we put into our 
energy systems that are a function of our inner landscape. And those breakpoints work not only in your energy work, but they also work in your life. Today, we're going to talk about increasing the evolutionary process so that you can improve your life and your energy work. So you're talking about breakpoints like you would see in a coastal area where the waves are, are sort of broken by things built into the water so that they don't get brushed with waves. So exactly, we build these ourselves to protect ourselves, and by them being there they would slow down our ability to do magic. Yeah, to protect ourselves and to protect others. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Those of us who come out of challenged childhoods, yep. most often are protecting others from ourselves oh. than ourselves from anything else. Oh, okay. When you come out of a challenged childhood, your sense of self-preservation is not so great. You've learned how to endure and survive and deal rather than avoid things that threaten your self-preservation. So your self-preservation is not so good. And this is another reason why it's really important to make sure that you do your work first. Because if you don't, there's going to be situations. And the next episode, we're going to talk to Andrea and she's going to talk about this. But there's going to be situations where your lack of self-preservation can actually do damage to you okay. because you're not aware that you are opening yourself up because you don't have in place the same self-preservation things that other people do. It's both ways. It's to protect yourself because your self-preservation sucks and to protect others because because of your challenged childhood, you had you have anger issues and you are not going to let yourself be super powerful when you have anger issues because you're afraid you're going to lay waste to the world around you. And being the responsible people that we are, <laughs> we won't do that. And so we limit our power instead. And so these are the things that, that happen along the way. This same stuff that creates all of this in the magical realm is the same stuff that creates challenge in your life. So it'll, it'll have you under earning because you won't take a risk to take and make your life better. You don't see your own value the way that other people see it. So you can't argue it to your boss or you can't ask for more from your clients if you run your own business or you ask for validation instead of money from your clients right. or you do half and half or whatever. But all of these things create an attitude in us that creates under earning. And it also impacts your personal life because this will keep you from being able to find a partner who's appropriate instead of someone who mirrors your parents. And you end up getting the same thing that you got before trying to fix your parents via your partner. Okay. And so rather than having a healthy relationship, you just get to play out your parental relationships over and over again. Isn't that fun? Not Right. These are things that, that go across your entire life. When you don't do the work inside of you, yes, it will impact your magic, but it also impacts absolutely everything else. Every time you make a single adjustment in your psyche, you unlock a wide swath of your beingness and your power. And when you unlock a level 
you also unlock a level of inner peace. Yep. And for most of us, that's really all we want. We just want our brains to stop spinning. We just want the, us to stop living underneath this crush of anxiety and dread and worry and doubt and, and self-recrimination and all the other bullshit that we put ourselves through. All we want is for the, the stuff in our head to just be fucking quiet for a minute so that we can just breathe and be and not feel like we're supposed to be doing something else. And every time you unlock another layer of the work, you unlock another layer of the peace and your ability to be peaceful, to not be going, okay, I'm sitting still. What, what am I supposed to be doing? I'm supposed to be doing something. I can't be sitting still. What am I supposed to be doing? Right. And this is not just about magic. It's not just about energy work. This is about, about taking yourself and moving through those stages of evolution that you talked about with us before. Yeah, absolutely. Because the fact is that we do not live in a bubble, right? (laughs) Your magic is not separate from you and your power is not outside of you waiting for you to find it. Your power is inside of you waiting for you to unlock it. I see. And so the, the inner work is done to unlock the power. Because if you don't do that, you will keep yourself from being able to manifest as much as you possibly could. It will keep you from being able to hold and run as much energy as you would like to move. And it will put you in a position where you will see yourself as less powerful. It's very funny. I had a conversation with someone here in Virginia locally, she was talking about going out and getting a job for the first time in years. And she looked at me and she said, I look great on paper. (laughs) But inherent in that statement is, but I don't feel like I'm great. Yeah. And the lack of confidence that's there is her inability to own how great she is on paper. And I could understand that. I, I, I have had that experience in my life. You know, I'm, I'm a published author and I've been a national speaker and I've done all of this stuff and it's all well and fine. And I look great on paper, but you know, you look at it and you go, hey, it's just my life. But no, it's not just your life. The, I look great on paper, you know, from the outside is actually true. <laughs> <laughs> what you look like is actually true. It's not you just saying, oh, look, I'm amazing. No, no, really, I'm not. But it's okay. I'm just going to look pretty. <laughs> you know, it's the inability to take in the awesomeness of you. And that is reflected back out again in under earning in the ability uh, in, in the inability to get a partner who will also see the awesomeness of you. If you won't see it in yourself, they're not going to see it in you either. It's in the inability to uh, speak and be seen. Oftentimes that's another piece in the magical puzzle is if you died for your gifts in another life, and you don't really want to do that again this life, despite the fact that it's unlikely, you will say, screw this, we're not doing this, or we'll do it, but we'll do it very quietly so that you can't see me over here in the corner because I can't be too big because somebody might find me. And if they find me, they might kill me. But all of it's subconscious. And so you have no idea why you're just being lame. (laughs) But that's what the 
process of going through this work is all about is being able to dig all that out so that when you go someplace and something attacks you, you have the ability to defend yourself and you have the willingness to defend yourself. Got to be the biggest <laughs> bad in the room. Yeah, you got to be the biggest bad in the room. And you got to see the thing about that is you have to believe it to the core of your being. Right. And if you are going up against someone else who is on the physical plane, whoever believes it more significantly for longer wins. Really all you're doing when you're battling on the astral, if you get into something like that, which I don't recommend and I don't do unless I have to, but really all you're doing in that is testing to see whose belief lasts longer hmm. because your strength is inherent in your belief. You get one over on the other person. It's all about the mental game. You know, talk to boxers. They'll tell you. Yeah. You're boxing and you get in your head. This guy's got me on the ropes and I'm screwed. Well, you're screwed, right? right? <laughs> Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Same thing on the astral. Okay. So you got to know that you're the biggest bad. You got to know it to the core of your being and be willing to prove it. No matter how many times you, you get hit in the face and fall down, you get up again. So we've talked before about how the work that you do is not necessarily therapy, but it's about helping people clear stuff similar to what they would in therapy. What is yeah. the process that you take when you take somebody through that sort of transformational process? Yeah, that's a really good question because I don't do therapy. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, and you've said that before. You, you've yeah, been very yeah, clear about um, that. And, and it's, it's very different. Uh, what I do is very different than the traditional therapy. Traditional talk therapy will have you go back and look at your, your childhood and your belief structures. And 95% of the time, I'm not having you look back. You look back only for the purposes of seeing that there is a pattern. Mm -hmm not to address the past. The vast majority of what I'm doing with people, especially in that first year that we work together, is really shifting your perspective. Okay. And it's about really getting you off the skateboard and getting your vision to be upright so that you see the world the way everybody else sees it instead of sort of from this canted perspective from ground level that you've been at your whole life. You know, my students say all the time, they're like, look, it's not hard. It's just brain twisting. Right. You're like, I just got to wrap my head around it because what? And, you know, the reason that therapy is so hard for people is that come from this environment is because the perspective is so skewed that it's really hard to get there by being led. You have to literally be told, no, this perspective is not the way to look at it. It's this way. And you just shift the whole thing. And it's like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> and then you've got to really just balance it out. And then it has to cascade across all parts of your life. So because, you know, just because you learned it in one place doesn't mean you necessarily remember to shift that in other aspects of your life. And so you may have to get that perspective shift four, five, six times before you really, really get it. And that's part of the process. It is very much a process of revisualizing the world and your place in it, because the way that you have been raised, you don't have a place in your life. You're not entitled to a place in your life. You are an adjunct to other people's lives. You are a reflection of others. Mm -hmm. And so it's very hard to even know who you are 
And to think that you could be powerful from a place where you don't even know who you are is really hard. It's, it's impossible. And so, you know, the, the goal of the process is to help you claim your space, set your boundaries, own your power, mm-hmm. and internalize your sense of value so that you never have to ask for validation ever again. You know, and that forms the foundation for self-love. And self-love is where self-preservation comes from. Yay! Right. <laughs> we love self-preservation. We love not doing things that hurt ourselves. Yay! <laughs> we love not being reckless. Yay! I'm a risk taker. Don't get me wrong. I have always been a risk taker, but I am no longer reckless. Right. And I used to be very reckless. Right. So when you're getting these calls, you started out by mentioning that you're getting a lot of calls from people who want to book discovery sessions and they want to learn magic. Really what those conversations are turning to is not the starting of the magic, like you said love to teach you magic, but there's other things we need to do to get there first. So a lot of yeah. this stuff is is going that way because the work yeah. needs to be done. It just needs to be yeah. done for energy work of any kind. Yeah. If you're a Marvel Comics fan, <laughs> think of Doctor Strange yep. and going to Khartoum, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's the same idea. You're You're going to the mystery school and you go in thinking you want one thing, but you have to walk through the path to get there. Mr. Miyagi in the Karate Kid, he taught him wax on, wax off first, right? right? And you're getting the elements of how it works, but Mm. it's a process. That's how it works. That is pretty freaking fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) So what would you recommend for folks who are looking to get started in energy work? Is it shift your focus? Is that, is that the message that they should pull out of this conversation? Don't worry about the energy work until you've done the you work. There's a balance point to be had there. Okay. Um, because even within the shift your focus work that I'm doing, I am giving energetic tools. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the boundaries for empaths, peace, yeah. how to clear your energy field, how to set up your own shields, how to yeah. hoard your house. All of these things are things that I really encourage you to learn early on in the process, Mm -hmm. because as you become more adept energetically, you become more visible and therefore you need to have your protections in place. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't drive your Lexus to the barrio and not lock it. The idea being that, yes, you want to learn how to do the perspective shift first, but you also want to learn some of the basic energetic skills along the way uh, so that you can, well, for one, so that you can practice. Yep. And for two, so that you are keeping yourself safe. Right. Because as we talked about, if you are in that state of emotional survival mode, the emotional safety and energetic safety are in the same level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If you feel energetically unsafe, you will feel emotionally unsafe Mm -hmm. and vice versa. And so having the skills to make yourself both energetically and emotionally safe are important in order for you to move up in the process and to be able to to move forward in your work. Excellent. Okay, folks. Well, that's a lot of stuff for you to consume there. So if you've got questions for Kelly about this, if you want to drill into this a little more, you can email Kelly, reach out to her. You can go to kellysparta.com and yep. you can book a discovery session there. And we've talked about that before. It's in the services section 
And it's actually at the very top of the page, first thing in the center of the banner there. Oh, beautiful. So you guys can, can have that conversation. But if you have any questions about what Kelly brought up today and you want to reach out to her, you can email her at kelly at kellysparta.com and give her your questions. Or if you've got anything that you'd like to hear on Spirit Sherpa, she's looking for that feedback there as well. And if you're interested in being one of the listener profiles that comes on and joins us, that's another great way to reach out to Kelly and let her know you have that interest. Yes. More listener profiles. More listener profiles. And I will say, as having been the guinea pig, <laughs> that it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to do. And and I think everybody who's listening out there should read. Well, not everybody, because that would that would take a long time. But I yeah, think, we did get just over 10,000 downloads to exactly. this, this month. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that'll take a while. So, But if you're interested, go ahead and reach out. Also, if you're enjoying, Kelly mentioned the 10,000 downloads, if you're enjoying Spirit Sherpa, then we encourage you to subscribe and rate the podcast wherever you're listening to podcasts out there in podcast world. And also, subscribe to Kelly's mailing list. You can go do that on kellysparta.com as well. Uh, you're always saying, Kelly, that there's a ton of great stuff coming out in that mailing list all the time. Yeah, I, I send out an email like, every day, every other day. This last week, I sent out an email every single day talking about different tools and tips for how to survive the energetic download and the Mercury retrograde and the, you know, the Uranus and Taurus and holy shit, solar flares and all the other crap. Right. Um, and there's discounts and, and you get early registration for yeah. things. We've got a retreat coming up at the end of June. We actually filled the retreat and then had to go for a bigger room oh, wow. just from our students. We don't expect it to be open much longer because even with the bigger room, we're still half full already. Right. Hopefully, if you're hearing this, you'll have an opportunity to do it. And the retreat is the Claim Your Gifts retreat. It's June yes. 29th and 30th in Natick, Massachusetts. Yes. Um, and if they want more information about it, they can go to the bit.ly you've created, which is bit.ly forward slash cy. G-I-F-T-S, C-Y gifts, all lowercase. And that's where they can get information about the retreat, but also that's where they can register as well. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's at the super early bird price. And if you are listening to this on the 14th, uh, the uh, super early bird price ends on the 15th. Oh, of so. April. So it'll be your last opportunity to get it in at the super early bird price. This is a, a motivation to go look it up now. Yes. <laughs> go to the bit.ly link. C-Y-G-I-F-T-S. C-Y gifts. Yes. All right. And that's all that we have. Is there any final words that you want to say, Kelly, before we wrap up? Yeah, I did. Um, the other thing that I've been hearing from people that I've been talking to from the podcast is everybody's like, oh, I love that song. Mm -hmm. That's the song for the show. And I just want to tell people because nobody seems to have found it. In every show, yep. there is a link to the full song that is called Drive About. If you're mm -hmm. curious what the song title is, it's called Drive About. And that's the, the song that opens and closes this podcast. And yes, I wrote it and I sang it and uh, I recorded it shortly after my walkabout in 2002. And there's actually a story about that in I can't remember. It was the first or the second episode yeah. that we did. So if you go back in time, you can hear the story of how that happened. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all that we have for this week, folks. Please be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds yet another chapter into your beginner's guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. 
Bye. Each mile I travel over 13,000 now. So I leave behind a little fear. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Sherpa has been produced by Honu Voice Productions. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.